The Bright Horizons Parenting Podcast, just for ages zero to eight. Get the advice you need from our own early childhood experts, Rachel Robertson and Claire Goss, and make the most out of every chance to teach, play, and love. In this episode of Teach, Play, Love, Rachel and Claire chat about routines. Adults and children alike thrive on routines, such as regular mealtimes and bedtimes. A consistent routine can help your child build independence and help everyone's day run a little more smoothly. Join Rachel and Claire as they discuss the importance of routines and share tips and tricks to implement simple routines to help your children through each day. Hi, Claire. Good morning. Nice to see you again. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. How was your morning? That doesn't sound like a real good morning. (laughs) How was your morning? Um, Okay, we are a little bit off kilter in my house this week because my son has a big performance this weekend. My daughter is having midterms in high school and just a lot of feelings happening in my house this week. That's a lot of change, lots of different stuff going on. How are you handling it? Um, Good. I'm prioritizing sleep. (laughs) That's my tactic. <laughs> like and then I'm prioritizing idea. coffee during the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was drinking loads things. of coffee because I'm traveling this yeah. week and barely made it here without spilling a bunch on myself, of course, in this crazy weather and driving. <laughs> but I'm here. We're here. We're here. We're here. And we've got another episode of Teach, Play, Love to record today. And we are going to talk about routines. Yes. Yeah, speaking of morning commutes, et cetera, we'll talk about routines. We're talking about routines because we know as educators and people that have worked with little children before that they are a trick of the trade. You need to have routines. It's hard when you're a family and you're doing a whole bunch of things, especially if you're juggling a lot of routines and kids are on Mm -hmm. different routines, but they are really important for children. You should certainly pay attention to all the different children in your household and yourself. Pay attention to development and temperament when you make your routines, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter developmental levels, doesn't matter temperament love types. It, everybody needs a routine. It's good for all of us. Yeah. And I think for some families, it might feel like, oh, but my young child actually hates routines mm-hmm. because there's some maybe some fighting or some challenging moments that happen when you try to maybe start a new routine or even use a routine that you've been doing for a long time Mm -hmm. and suddenly it feels like it's not working anymore. But let's talk about why it's important to still make them a priority. Yeah, and this was hard for me when I remember when I had my first child, I I wasn't a very routine person. I liked to stay up late. I Mm -hmm. didn't like early shifts. When I was a center director, I'd always volunteer to do the late shift. I like to just kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I was going to have to change that. And she also taught me a little bit of that through her behaviors and things that happened. But that's some of the advice I give to new parents to or people that are about to have their first child is get on a routine because Mm -hmm. that's it's going to be very important. And if you're not someone who is who likes routines, is used to routines, if you've defined yourself as someone who just kind of goes with the flow, you're going to have to change some of that. That's right. And one of the reasons kids, the probably the main reason kids like routines is because it helps them feel like they can, they know how to succeed, mm-hmm. they can predict what's next, and they can have some control. And the analogy I use all the time is children, young children cannot read a clock or look at a calendar. Think about how many times during the day you look at your calendar or clock or watch or whatever to know what you're supposed to do next. Mm -hmm. They can't do that. 
So sometimes I've done trainings with people and we cover up all the clocks. I take everybody's phones and watches and everything. Within five minutes, people are getting kind of squirrely because they don't know what time it is. Yeah. They don't know what's next. And that is exactly what can happen to kids if they don't have a predictable routine. It doesn't have to be really rigid. You can have some flexibility in it. And let's we should talk about how to do that. But that's yeah. how they feel. They feel... It, we often say, oh, they're off their routine. They're out of sorts because they're off their routine. And that's why. That's right. Yes. And I think it's it, it sounds counterintuitive, but I think you can actually be more flexible as a family mm-hmm. when you have routines in place, yeah, which is, exactly. again, if you're someone by nature who has never been fond of routines, that sounds like complete garbage that I just said. Mm-hmm. But no, it's true. If you can establish something that your children can count on most of the time with regularity and consistency... It makes things like, let's go on vacation, let's go sledding today, like those one-off moments, mm-hmm. much easier because they are they know they're going to go right back to that consistency the next day. Yeah, if we think about little kids, I mean, they're, they're, they're new to everything. The whole thing is new to them. Yeah. They don't know what's happening next. That's and right. they don't know, because they're not deciding it or having a lot of control over it, they don't know the same thing is going to happen the next day and the next day until you show them that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their, their whole life is a little science experiment. When they're, when they're dropping the spoon off their high chair tray or they're dropping, dumping out a bucket of blocks or whatever, it feels frustrating, of course, but it's also them thinking... I don't know. Is the same thing going to happen again? Maybe, maybe not. Let's test it out. So the same thing with routines until they have that confidence that the same thing is mostly going to happen again. They will, they'll, they'll struggle against them potentially, but they're very helpful. And while we're in this, I I just thought of something we should mention is a lot of times people say, well, my mother-in-law or somebody else that (laughs) helps with my child does not keep my child on their routine. And that's where I think what you just said is important is If you have a good routine and it's predictable, it can have a little flexibility. And kids are smart enough to know, I'm at grandma and grandpa's house now. now. The routine's a little different. That doesn't mean when I go home, it's going to be crazy different. It just means that Mm -hmm. they can can understand school's got a little bit of a different routine. Grandma and grandpa have a different routine. And home has a different routine. That's that's okay. That's right. So there's a lot of really good reasons besides the stability that we give our kids and we have routines throughout the day. But there's also some good stuff that I, I want to say there's always like some good stuff for the parents too and mm-hmm. caregivers. Like there's a perk here for you, which is that if your kids have routines, your toddlers and your preschoolers, they can start to learn a lot of independence. Yeah. Yep. Which I don't know a single person who doesn't want their toddler and preschooler to be more independent. Yeah. So if you have the same routine every single morning going out the door, you're going to work, your child's going to care or school. And there's a routine in place. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of getting your socks out of the drawer and putting them on while I'm brushing my teeth. Then we're going to brush your – like, they just get to know. This yep. is the expectation. Predictable. Yeah, it's exactly. predictable. And then they, they take – they have more autonomy. They have more agency. Mm-hmm. And they really start to I, – I like to think that – it's what my people often say that my kids are really independent. And it's because from the very first week <laughs> I had those kids <laughs> home, I was like, this is how it's going to go down mm-hmm. in the mornings around here, right? So now they just know. They get up and we just go. We go, go, yeah. go. We've got it all down to a science. Yeah, and you're right that when you – this is even true for adults or, or teenagers, whoever we're talking about, that if you know what's expected of you, you take more risks. Mm-hmm. You feel – you could you know where you can control things, where you can make some decisions, where you can try something. You know what – understand the boundaries so you feel safer because you know that context. It doesn't feel like such a free-for-all. And like you said earlier, if you don't have that routine, if you don't have that structure, it's harder to take risks because you don't know 
know what's what's going to happen. You don't have, is this going to be okay? Is this not going to be okay? What am I going to do next? You're spending so much time yeah. worrying about that kind of stuff. You can't thrive. So is, kids can't articulate this. And of course, when they're young, they're, they're, they're along for the ride most of the <laughs> of time. Course, of course. But giving them routine and that structure in their day, as many places you can get it, does build that independence and it helps them develop a sense of mastery on a couple mm-hmm. of things too that are really important. And the other thing is regulation, which is, yeah. goes along with independence quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And regulation being self, body regulation and emotional regulation. So if they know what's coming, they're less likely to push against that because That's they right. are predicting it. They know what mm-hmm. is coming. It's not a surprise every night and you don't yeah. have to negotiate as much, which isn't that oh great gosh. as a parent. Yes. Anytime you can make your parenting life easier, please, like we're, we're giving you this is, and then, yeah. there is a reason back to what you said in the beginning, Rachel, there's a reason that educators and teachers use, you've heard classroom routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that because right. they're not managing just one or two or three kids like you are at home. They're managing tens of kids, yeah. right? So if they don't have a routine, things fall apart pretty fast in a yeah, classroom if exactly. you don't have a routine. because and, the, and that makes kids feel safe. It makes them want to be at school. And of course, your kids want to be home mm-hmm. with you. But if you have a good routine in place, I really feel it really makes more time in your day with your children for fun, for play, for closeness, for relationship building, because you're not struggling as yeah. much. You're not as much. And listen, your kids are still going to have their tricky moments. Even if you've got a well-oiled routine like we mm-hmm. do at my house, we still have mornings that go totally sideways. Yeah. Today may have been one of those mornings. <laughs> I'm not going to go into any details about it. It didn't go well, yeah. but that's okay. We're yeah. going to get right back on track tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I know that, and my kids know that too. That's what's important. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly. They will test. They will see what's... What is possible, maybe they can push the boundaries a little bit. And, oh, we're all human in this. Sometimes I don't like my routine for the day. Sometimes I'm, let's be real, and it's not even sometimes. Most of the time I'm running in late to meetings. I'm, I'm, But that routine still, I know I can kind of get up. As much as I used to think I'm kind of a go-with-the-flow kind of person, I that Outlook calendar tells me what to do. And That's I right. need that routine every day. I right, start the day the same exact way. And it's very helpful. It would be much harder for me to succeed if I didn't know what I was going to do or what to expect every day. And that's it's literally the same with children. They just yeah. can't articulate it the same way. That's right. But when you are going to have some flexibility in your routine, it's good to give them a heads up too so they right. can prepare, especially with different ty- different places in the developmental spectrum that they might be or different temperaments, whatever differences children have. And we all have differences. We're all mm-hmm. different people. We mm-hmm. all come with a different bunch of stuff together. And so That's you have right. to... Not do the routine that works the best for you all the time, but that works the best for everybody and maybe even default to what works for the child. That's a really great point. It's always worth doing like a little bit of an audit. Like mm-hmm. if you have a string of really bad bedtimes or a string of really bumpy mornings, it's a, it's a good time to say, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I need to sit down and rethink right. <laughs> this exactly. routine. Something's not right anymore. And maybe because someone's had developmental burst or maybe someone's kind of too tired, whatever it is, or someone's hungry, or whatever, yep. you can, there's there's problem solving to be done. Yeah. And if we were in a classroom, we would say, start taking notes about that. Just right. just take a journal of what, what's happening. Where where are your hardest times of the day? Maybe you're moving too fast through things. Maybe the routine is too intense. Yep. Maybe you don't have enough special rituals in your routine. Mm-hmm. You, it's not just about moving from one thing to the next. It's about also adding in those moments that they can rely on that are special, because we always talk about that. Yes. More quality time 
Don't worry so much about the quantity. Focus on the quality. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. maybe you're going to breakfast together every day and your child gets to pick out, make a menu for the week. And that's part of the routine, but that's also a very special ritual you've put into the week. That's right. That's right. So if one of our listeners is saying, okay, great, I'm on board, but how do I do this? How do I, what is, do we have any tips or tricks for starting new routines? Yeah, I'm sure we both have some because we're both parents and we're both been educators in a classroom That's with right. 20 or so children. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have some routines. I Importantly, really pay attention to where your child is developmentally. Right. Toddlers can do one-step direction. So if right. you tell them to do five things, it's not going to work out. They're <laughs> no. not able to do it. So you're setting them up and yourself up. Uh, I just watched a pretty funny video of a, of a parent that got locked out of their house and they had the window just open enough that the child could get in. And they're telling the child, go unlock the door, go unlock the door. And oh, he was just like going to the t- dining room table. He found a snack. <laughs> She's like, just the one thing. I just need you to do the one thing. Oh, but so he was hard. he was it's about so that hard. age that yeah. that one thing was even really hard to yeah. do. Yeah, so yeah, adjust yeah. your so expectations. Just, that's, just, that's yeah, exactly. Number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and don't be don't just fill the day with right. stuff. Everybody needs some downtime. So some space for those transitions. Mm-hmm. The routine has to be reasonable. You, it's not just about here's the schedule and we're sticking to it. Everybody, let's go. It's really just that predictable. How is the flow of our day? So we're not encouraging you to create a really intense routine. That's right. Uh, and a lot of adults are able to do that, are ready for that, but kids absolutely can't do that. They can't move mm-hmm. that quickly, cognitively, emotionally, or sometimes even physically. They can't, they can't keep up with it. So be thoughtful about that. Um, talk to them when it's going to change. So instead of mm-hmm. getting frustrated with your mother-in-law and father-in-law about what kind of situation is going on at their house or whatever in-laws or families or friends that are helping you with your children, talk to your child about that change in routine Yep. and prepare them for it. You can even make – one of the things I did with my kids sometimes is I made little – I got those picture books that you can slide photos into, and we made yes. a picture of the routine at Grandma's house, and we'd talk about it. We'd read uh-huh. it a little bit before we went over there, and then they were familiar with those pictures. They felt, okay, I know what's coming. Yeah. So that really helped them quite a bit. That's one of my favorite tips and tricks, and I talk to parents about this all the time at Bright Horizons, is if you're coming to me and you're feeling stressed about getting out the door in the morning or bedtime or whatever it is, Using a visual mm-hmm. chart or calendar, whatever you want to call it, of what's expected. Mm-hmm. And you can use, if your child's probably not reading yet, you can use icons or photos of things from around your house. And you can put it on a Velcro board. You can put it on a magnet board, a whiteboard, whatever works for your family. Hang it in your house at your child's eye level. And then you, they know. You can say, oh, let's go check your chart. And, and again, the independence, the agency, they feel important. They feel like I've got some control here. Mm-hmm. And you can do two things. You can have them pick up a picture from a basket and put it on the chart when they've completed the task. Or you can have them, it's already up in the morning and they can cross it out with a dry mm-hmm. erase mark. Well, there's so many different ways, depending on your child and their temperament. And I just, I remember when I, my first two kids are not even two years apart. So I was really deep in the yeah. little kid years for a while at my house. I was working... And I had a preschooler and a toddler, and they both magically had about a year where they were at the same school. Mm-hmm. And the school had, during the winter in New England, there was a lot of snow. And they said, when you drop your child off, we'd like them already dressed in their snow gear. So we're going to go right out to play first thing, get them running, get their cheeks red and rosy, mm-hmm. get them mm-hmm. all, all worn out before we go inside. And so I'm trying to get myself ready for work and get a two and a f- almost four-year-old in their snow gear. And the tears, mm. the 
the yelling, the sobbing, the kid, the noodle baby. I had all the, all the things happening. And finally, I just said, oh my gosh, Claire, if you were in the classroom right now, you'd have a chart. Yep. <laughs> so I printed out a little chart and, you know, because they're always, my, my four-year-old was always putting on the boots on. And then she'd say, oh no, I can't get my snow pants on over my boots. Because she didn't even know what order to do what things order. in. Yep. That's a good and point. I was so busy. I'm trying to get the two-year-old with the diaper and the, the, it was just a nightmare. So I made a chart for both of them. The two-year-old really just there to make mm-hmm. him feel included. He wasn't really following mm-hmm. along as closely as the four-year-old. <laughs> but he got, got yeah. it. He got the hang of it. He wanted to be like his big sister. Mm-hmm. Night and day, within a, within a week or two, my daughter felt like I am the boss of this activity. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what to do. I've got my chart. This turns out the snow pants go on first and then the boots <laughs> works yeah. out really well if you do it in the right order. So much better. So yeah. much better. So I just took my own advice and it just yeah. that routine helped us so much. A lot of times families, parents will come in and say, how do you get them to do that in the center? I can never get them to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And this is some of the magic right here. This is having a routine and expecting them develop in a developmentally appropriate way to be part of that, to contribute to that. And routines don't just have to be about the day either. It can be about the week. We used to talk a lot about what happens on a stay-home day versus a school day. That's right. One of the things I probably talked about before is my younger daughter, uh, we would be in the car, in the car, and she'd want to get one more thing. And then I'd come inside (laughs) and find her basically in the middle of getting dressed into a whole new outfit. And that really threw off the routine every day until I figured out, like you, sometimes it takes a second. Even if you know this stuff, it takes a second. I figured out, you know what we need to do? Add something to Sunday nights where we Uh pick out the clothes. And and then we picked out the clothes for school days. And we also had specific drawers for school days versus stay-home days. Now, I don't care. She could wear her pink cowboy boots with her whatever. It didn't bother me. It's not about having them look perfect and cute every day, especially at school, because they should be having great messy fun that's right but there was sometimes like shorts aren't actually for the winter <laughs> so we had to make some decisions about when right what worked out for school maybe shorts could be on a stay home day that we weren't going anywhere yeah, that was but fine. isn't that a better conversation like a routine conversation mm-hmm. to have on a sunday night as opposed to five minutes before you need to be out the door exactly Makes such a difference. Yeah. yeah so this goes to yeah we're we know a lot about child development and we found ourselves in the thick of it too so yep. sorry there's no mirror here, but we promise <laughs> that if you just take a step back and look at where your trouble spots are during the day, you will find a way to solve some of your challenges, parenting challenges with routines, and you'll also have the confidence that you're building some really important lifelong skills along the way. As Rachel and Claire shared, establishing a consistent routine can not only benefit your child, but also make your life as a parent or caregiver much easier by providing predictability and structure. Routines can help everyone in the family feel more confident and prepared for each day. Be sure to give children enough time to get used to new routines, and once they do, you'll see your child's independence and happiness grow. For more expert guidance on early childhood development, check out our family resources at brighthorizons.com. Thanks for listening! Subscribe to us. Find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on Teach, Play, Love. And discover parenting as the joy it was meant to be.